I want to thank the Lord and Pastor Mark, his lovely wife, Amy. Thank you for having me. And I love you all. And ain't nothing you can do about it. <laughs> My love comes from Jesus. And really, when you live in his love, you can't earn it. His love cannot be earned, but it takes obedience to live it every day. His love is free, but it ain't free to live every day. It costs Jesus his life for us to get this love. And it costs you your life to live this love. This love is Jesus. And so uh, <clears throat> I'm a little different, as Mark told you all. <laughs> I'm a little different. You'll find out. And um, God miraculously saved me in 1988 from crack and cocaine, heroin. Yeah, I was a mess. It's robbing and banks and grocery stores, stealing and gambling. Oh, I love gambling. <laughs> you know, that's the only area I, I've never had thoughts about. <laughs> I told the Lord when I was on my knees that I didn't want to quit gambling. And I didn't want to quit having sex because I said, now, Lord, come on now. <laughs> come on now. What are you asking me to do? And, and I, I got honest with God for the first time in my life. You know, a lot, a lot, a lot of people be hiding stuff they really like. I, you know, I be ministering to a lot of addicts and people, period, with addictions. And that's what they be lying and saying, I don't want to do that no more. I say, you lying. Quit that lying. You didn't want to do it no more, you wouldn't do it. Listen, you need to say, I love it. Don't want to stop. And then these words came out of my mouth. But Father, I'm willing to let you come in my heart and change me. And I hadn't used, drank, smoked cigarettes, reefer, marijuana, however y'all call it up here. I hadn't been back. Then hadn't been a slip. A relapse, not one time. Jesus has, has not only set me free, he's kept me. <laughs> and he's taught me how to teach others. How to, how to get free from anything. Stay free forever. And, um, but it takes a commitment of, of your life. And so turn your Bibles to Romans chapter 5 verse 8. <laughs> Do y'all remember what I titled that, 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 Josh helped me? Somebody said it was something about Jesus. That's correct. The, the, huh? No, that was, that was in the men's conference. Uh, the Lord, the Lord wants to bring it all to you. <clears throat> the Lord wants to bring it all to you. And if he doesn't, then you're producing Satan and you're producing your own life without God. Jesus Christ's words bring God. Your and my words 
brings self and the devil. And this, this is every day. <clears throat> and so I want to I take a few minutes and teach you all some truths that Jesus has taught me. <clears throat> he, uh, the last time the Lord appeared to me uh, in a vision was 1998. And it was a six-week vision. And the Lord just taught me that he was the only way to get to God and the only way to know God accurately. In the Old Testament, they knew about God. But they didn't know God accurately. Moses and none of them. Moses knew a lot more than a lot of people did. David knew a lot more. <clears throat> they, were, they was past their generation. Abraham believed God. But there were two things Jesus taught me that, that, uh, that, that God hadn't revealed in the Old Testament or to none of the kings and prophets. And, uh, and it's only in Jesus. That's how to love, just like God. All other men feared. All other men missed it. No matter how God used them, they missed it. They never lived in his love. They might experience his love, but they didn't live in it. And the second thing, Jesus came and lived in his love perfectly. And the second thing Jesus told me in his vision was nobody had authority over the devil. <clears throat> this is grace and truth that's in Jesus. This is what he brought. They seen miracles back then. They seen the power of God back then. But nobody knew how to love like God except Jesus. And nobody knew how to rule the devil. You'll never see nobody back there rebuke the devil. Because they didn't have authority. God had all the authority. <clears throat> but now he came in Jesus and gave us that authority. <clears throat> so you, 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 you see... Here in, in Romans 5, 8, God commended his love toward us. Now, all these scriptures I'm going to bring to you this morning are showing you he's always got to bring a word to you. And you're going to have to ask the Holy Spirit to help you and teach you <clears throat> how to shut up. I know that's, that's, that's hard. It was hard on me, you know, 20-some years ago when he told me. You know, I, was, I wanted to fuss with my wife. And we did for two years. I know y'all never had them cat and dog fights. <clears throat> right there at the beginning. <clears throat> and then I went and fasted and prayed. And, and, and Jesus told me that if I didn't read these love verses every day, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. And then 1 Peter 3, 7 through 12. I read 7 through 17. He said I was going to get divorced. Jesus told me that. And, and so he told me, you know, to, to, to make a choice because he couldn't bless me. I, I started crying. I, I just, that just terrified me that he told me he couldn't bless me. I said, Lord, why can't you bless me? He said, well, one day you want to leave and the next day you want to stay. He said, I can't bless any one of them. He said, you're going to have to get single-minded. I said, well, Lord, dude came in the church. He done killed five people. And the Lord forgave him, and he got out of prison, and everybody was clapping and shouting. I said, but if somebody get divorced, they don't love him no more. I said, I'm choosing to stay. He wasn't going to let me get remarried unless she went home and be with the Lord. See, because see, I'm bound by his word when I got married. That if we do separate, we have to stay separated until we come back together. 
if you're a real Christian. Now, if you marry an unbeliever, then there's some different rules for you in that. But not a real Christian. Real Christians don't get divorced <laughs> because we love and forgive. You can't go to a divorce court and you forgive and forget like Jesus on the cross. Woo, it's amen anyway. <laughs> now, how, how does this happen? Well, I had to get in a place where he could bring it to me. I remember, I remember the first time Jesus told me back in 1990. Shut up. I said, ooh, <laughs> That was the hardest thing in the world. Just shut up. Let them be wrong and you not have to say nothing. That's suffering for Jesus. The Bible said, you have ceased from sinning when your flesh is ready to suffer. 1 Peter 4.1. As long as your flesh don't want to suffer, you ain't ceased from sin yet because you're going to say what you want to say. Jesus, right here, John wrote, I mean, uh, Peter, uh, Paul wrote, God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. You ever notice when we are sinning or we are in sin, God had to come down here in Jesus and do something for us to bring us out. That principle has to work every day in your life. Not just <laughs> to accept Jesus on the cross and, and believe that God raised it from the dead. But you have to accept that love on the cross to live that love every day. And believe in the resurrection power to bring you out of stuff every day. So one is receiving the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. The other is living the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. You need to cross every day in your life. Some preachers were telling me I was in error and <laughs> that Jesus done left the cross. That he's on the right hand of God. I said, oh yeah, I believe that. Yeah. And so you know, I went back and I really was kind of discouraged, you know, that some of my peers was thinking like that about me. And I, 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 just, I just got a question in my mind, maybe, maybe I'm off on this. Soon as that question came to my mind, an angel stood beside me and whispered in my ear. The angel said, didn't the Lord Jesus tell you to take communion to remember his death, to remember his body? To remember it broke, to remember his blood, to remember what he suffered. So you would live that. He never would tell you to remember that if it was bad. And the apostle Paul said, I'm determined in 1 Corinthians 2, 2, 2, I'm determined not to know anything among you, say Jesus Christ and him crucified. And the Bible says the power of the cross. The cross is power. And you can't have no picture of how he loved you if you don't look at it. You can't live his love toward others and you don't look at it. You can follow your spirit and go so far with it. But if you don't have that cross, you're going to be off. You see, God commended his love toward us in, watch this, in that, wow, we were yet sinners. 
God's love don't wait and come and love you when you straighten up. God's love come and love you to do something about what's wrong so you can straighten up. He's not looking for you to come righteous. He's looking for you to come unrighteous and then Jesus makes you righteous by his blood. So you can see God committed his love toward us in that. I encourage y'all to get the CD from first service. Because I'm going <laughs> to, I want to do want to show you though in, in Mark chapter 8. I got to go back over this in John. And then I want to, I'm going to dig in this a little bit more. So go to Mark chapter 8 verse 31. <laughs> You'll get a picture of, of um, people bringing something to God. Just trying to mess up everything. Jesus began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected of the elders and of the chief priests, scribes, be killed, and after three days rise again. He spake that saying openly, and Peter took him and rebuked him. Begin to rebuke him. Begin to rebuke Jesus. People do it all the time. Many of you all rebuke Jesus every day the way you talk. But when he had turned about and looked on his disciples, the message Bible said that he, he saw them wavering, wondering, who should we believe? Who should we believe? Jesus rebuked Peter so they would know who to believe. Then Jesus said, get thee behind me, Satan. For thou sayest not the things that be of God, but the things be of men. When you speak the things of men, you're speaking the things of man's senses and physical senses and the intellect and reasoning of man and these never be of God. They're never God. Any words you speak, they're never of God. Any words Jesus speak, they are of God. And you have to ask the Holy Spirit to help you to teach you how to shut up when something's wrong, don't talk, and wait on the Lord to tell you what to say so you can produce God's life and not yours. I just don't know what to do. You're bringing something to God. Jesus knows what to do. Mm, God's going to bring something to you. And people just talk. Give their opinions. <laughs> they think that, that it's okay. But, but it's really not. Have y'all ever read Proverbs 18 2? You have that in the, in the New Living Trend? No, the NIV. Uh, give me the NIV, Josh. You, you, listen, if you, a wise person, don't, don't add their opinion. Let me read it to you in the NIV. Um, Fools find no pleasure in understanding, but delight in airing their own opinions. Fools find no pleasure in understanding what the Lord say, but they delight in airing their own opinion. I mean, they just have fun doing it. <laughs> but the Bible tells you that Satan speaks to people all the time in, in the church and people don't know it. Because he's bringing words that come against Jesus. It comes against love. Comes against us 
doing what Jesus said, hearing Jesus speaking and doing what Jesus said. <laughs> and then Jesus called the people unto him with his disciples also. Look at 34. And he get through rebuking Peter. And then told Peter, the devil told you to say that. Whoever will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. These are the two conditions you have to meet to follow Jesus. I believe in the Lord. Well, you still can't follow him. Well, I got baptized. Well, that's good. You need to be baptized. You need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. But that's not qualifying you to follow him. Deny yourself. Take up your cross. And when you deny yourself, you're letting Jesus have permission to tell you what to do every day. You never fight him. You always humble yourself to, 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 to lay your dependency on him where you receive from him all the time. He really, the reason the Lord don't talk to a lot of people that go to church, they really don't want him to. But the Bible said his sheep hear his voice now. You have to become a sheep. And it's not hard to do. Two things, deny yourself, that's, that's letting Jesus, Jesus told me he can't smoke no more, I never smoked since. Told him I couldn't watch soap operas, and I never watched them since. He told me uh, that um, <clears throat> I couldn't live with my girlfriend no more. I left that night. He said, go here, I go there, do this, I do this. You'd be surprised the Christians don't have testimonies like this of always doing what Jesus said. Always. See, but you can't really follow him. Let me show you something. Go to Luke chapter 14, verse 20, 25. Luke 14. It's amazing this is in the Bible. <laughs> it's amazing. There went great multitudes with Jesus. He turned and said unto them, listen now what he said. I always love to pay attention when Jesus says something. Are you supreme in that? Are you sharp when Jesus says something you stop? That's the master speaking. Do you have a real reverence for his words? A respect for him? Or do you just air out whatever you feel and think? Especially when you get mad. Hmm? You know, I, I used to be pretty, pretty crazy. In the, and I was a sinner. Just a sinner like the rest of y'all. And you know, when people bother me, I was... Pretty, I could be violent. I never bothered people, but if you bothered me, try to take my money or something, then I could get, you know, I could hurt hurt people. But I, I ain't been like that. <laughs> people done took from me and all kind of stuff. I said, Lord, I forgive them and forget it. Now, when I was a baby Christian, I'd say, Lord, they better be saved. Glad I'm saved. <laughs> but I finally grew out of that, you know, because he didn't want me saying that. But I just, that's all I knew to say then, you know. He just want me to live what he's taught me every day. Listen carefully now. Jesus, there went great multitudes with Jesus. He turned and said unto the great multitudes, if any man, they added man, but it's any, come to me 
and hate. The word, you ought to write this in your Bible. Hate means to love less in the strongest concordance. I don't know why they use hate, man. Hate your mama? The Bible say honor your father and mother. They, they, <laughs> but they translate it, they translate hate, but it's really love less. Your father, mother, wife, children, your race, your brethren. You know how easy it is to side with? You know, you hear stuff on TV, say, oh, I just don't believe they did that. Oh, I believe they're guilty. Well, the Bible calls you very foolish, airing your own opinions. You weren't even there. You wasn't even there. How in the world you know? Stupid, you stupid. You need to be quiet. It ain't none of your business. When we, when we hear about people hurting people, so we say, Lord, they guilty, get them. Get them, get them off the streets, catch them quickly. Amen. Love less not his father, mother, wife, children, brethren, sisters. And look, look at this last part on this. Yes, and your own life, your own thinking, your own feelings, the way you see things, also. He cannot be my disciple. Now, it didn't say you, you couldn't be born again and, and, and go to heaven. It said you can't follow him if he ain't telling you what to say and do every day. Because see, receiving Jesus is a gift. Living for Jesus ain't no gift. You got something to do. He did it all on the cross. Even you got something to do to accept that. But it's nothing you can do to earn that. And so you see, Jesus gave conditions here about people being his disciples. Go to John 13, <clears throat> verse 34 and 35. Jesus said, a new commandment I give unto you. Look at that, look at that, look, look at that. See, he's giving you something. See, that you love one another as I love you. That you also love one another. And by this. Well, I go to church and life church. That's good. But that's not how your identification ain't where you go to church at. <laughs> your identification is. Do they smell Jesus on you? Do you have his aroma? Do you have his love? Do you have his spirit? He said, by this shall all men know you are my disciples if high love you living like that. Hey. I gave them a revelation in the early church. Would y'all like it? You sure? <laughs> Jesus had me read the same verse in John 15, verse 12. This is my commandment that you love one another as I love you. And how he loved you is on the cross. He didn't love you nowhere else. He loved the Jews uh, 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 in, in the Gospels, but he, he didn't love us till he went to the cross. Now, there's a couple of them got a, got a blessing that wasn't a Jew because <clears throat> they went to the cross and before he went to it. And one lady told Jesus, she said, he, 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 uh, she went to him and he ignored her. Then she went to the disciples and she was worrying, pulling on their clothes or doing something. Because they said, Jesus, tell her, leave us alone. I mean, they, they, she had to be harassing them. And Jesus said, 
that I'm sent to only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. That's, that's not trying to love her. That's trying to tell her to go away. And she said, didn't Jesus, didn't, and she said, yeah, that's right, Lord. Yeah, I worship you. He said, it ain't meat to take the children's bread and cast it to a dog. He started encouraging her. This is discouragement. She could have got offended. Well, who you think you are? I didn't want that no way. She said, truth, Lord. See, God, God got a soft spot. <clears throat> He's really got a weakness. I know, I know it sounds like I'm preaching wrong, but I'm not. You just don't know what it is. I do. <laughs> it's weak spot. It's worship. You worship him 10 to 15 minutes a day, it won't be nothing he won't do for you. It's just something about worshiping him, man, moves him. It gets his attention. He can be up in heaven, you know, and the angels up there saying, holy, 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 all day and night. So he really, he really don't. And you start down here worshiping him and, and worshiping him and worshiping him. And he all of a sudden said, who is that down there? Who is that talking about me down there? And then his presence, his fullness of joy. He comes and engulfs you. And devils can't bother you because he don't want them interrupting what you're saying to him. If, if a lot of y'all, when trouble come, just fall on your knees, start worshiping Jesus. Don't care about the problem. Just get on your knees and worship him and give thanks to him that he's greater. He knows what to do. <laughs> You'll be surprised. He'll tell you what to do in that situation, overcome it. Instead of you having a fit, being scared. Go to John 7. Let me hit you with that one. Then I can... I had some things I didn't teach this morning. John chapter 7, verse 1. <laughs> After these things, Jesus walked in Galilee, for he would not walk in Jerusalem because the Jews sought to kill him. Now, the, the Jews' feast of tabernacle was at hand. Now, look at verse 3. His brethren, therefore, said unto Jesus. And what they've been doing? They've been bringing something to him. Depart hence, Jesus, go in Judea. Yeah, they're real smart. They're going to tell Jesus what he needs to do. That thy disciples also may see the works that thou doest. We want to see. They've been seeing them all along. They wouldn't even remember what he did. With them. And they've been telling him, show us some more. But there's no man that doeth anything in secret. He himself seeketh to be known openly. If thou do these things, Jesus, show thyself to the world. Jesus came to do the will of the Father. For neither did his brother believe him. See, you don't really believe in him unless he's speaking for what you're going to speak and do. When the Bible says the just live by faith, everybody say that out loud. The just shall live by faith. Everybody say it again. <laughs> say it again. Listen, that faith is hearing Jesus Speaking and believing what he say and doing what he tell you. You live by hearing his words. You live by speaking his words and you live by doing what his words say. Nothing else. You're not living by faith if you're saying something else. 
a problem come. Oh, oh God, what are we going to do? Oh, Lord, I just thank you for this problem. I thank you, Lord, so much that you know exactly what to do in this because this same problem came to you when you was on earth and you overcame it. Now you know how to show me. Now you finna get through that with his word. He finna tell you something that you gonna speak. Now how did Jesus get through every test and trial, every temptation of the devil? <laughs> Let me show you in John 8 verse 28. Now I can roll. John 8, 28. Listen carefully to this. You need to go back and get, get these CDs that when I've been, I ministered, listen at them over and over and over. You want to get something out of this. You have to be careful when you're a musician or you have a ministry, man. It's real easy to get so focused on ministry and you miss your relationship in that word every day. Amen. When I tell y'all turn. Oh, Jesus said, <laughs> when you've lifted up the son of man, then shall you know that I'm he and that I do nothing of myself. Listen, 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 listen to Jesus. He never could do nothing of himself. Look, look, look at verse 28. But as my father have taught me, I speak these things. That's how he lived perfect saints. A lot of people think Jesus could do whatever he wants. Son of God. No, he was stripped of all his glory. He couldn't do what he wanted. He, he lived perfect by hearing the Father and speaking it and doing the will of the Father. If you don't know that about Jesus, that he could do nothing of himself, you're, you're being misled in believing in him. John 14, verse 10, Jesus says again, Believe thou not that I'm in the Father and the Father in me? Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Jesus is teaching us how he won in every battle, every test, every struggle, every weakness, everything the devil brought to him. This is how he won. The word he spoke was never of himself. <laughs> oh, I'm just, I'm just feeling so down. That's yourself. Things just ain't looking right. That's yourself. You're speaking of yourself. I'm just, I just can't take this no more. It's yourself. You don't even know it's yourself. Them words are not coming from Jesus. So you don't have eternal life in those areas. You don't have the quality of God working in those areas. Why? You ain't saying what he's saying. You're not even believing in it. You're not even believing. If you don't hear Jesus, you ain't believing in it. If you don't speak what he say, you're not believing in it. I speak not on myself. That's why I ain't been depressed in 26 years. Never been laid on bills. Never paid interest on credit card. I never been behind on nothing. Paid a lot of things on last day. <laughs> Used to didn't have nothing left over, but them days are gone forever. <laughs> had a man come to our church named Leroy Thompson, and he preached on money coming. He said, how many of y'all don't want to be broke no more? I, man, I stuck my toes up in there. I, 
<coughs> you know, because, you know, God would come through and come through, you know, you know, you didn't always have a lot of extra. And so he, he, he prayed with us and got us to confess that I'll never be broke another day in my life. And money, I write on my, all my checks, money come up to me, much money. I watch people in the church just stay broke, and I never did. I said that thousands of times at home. I'll never be broke, no damn lot. No, no, never, be, never have been since. His pockets are chugged. Speaking what he say. And I do what he tell me every day. But I never talk about <laughs> when we didn't have enough. I said, oh, we got plenty. Oh, that money's coming. I never spoke of myself no more. Because that's what I was doing wrong all along. I, I speak faith, then I speak. Oh, I tell you, it's a rough month. See? And it was a rough month. Why? I said it was a rough month. But I ain't talked like that since. I ain't had no rough months. And never will. Praise the Lord. When you speak what Jesus say, you get what he say. When you speak what you feel, you get what you feel. Jesus said, I can't do nothing of myself. But as my father had taught me, I speak these things. Listen carefully at that. I speak these things. Everything Jesus spoke came from the father. Every word. <laughs> the Lord, now y'all get ready. It is a little shocking when you first hear it, but you'll get over it. I'll patch you up before the service is over. <laughs> but Jesus didn't turn water to wine. Come on. <laughs> and I used to believe that all the time. Jesus turned water to wine. It was the power of God that turned the water to wine. <laughs> but that's not what happened. Jesus said, Fill six pots up. Jesus said, take the dip out now, dip it. And the water turned to wine when men heard and did what he said. Now you see your responsibility of seeing your miracle without just thinking the Lord going to do it. So what I live every day, <laughs> if I don't have a written word where, like, like, like I'm, I'm, finna, I'm finna build me a house. And we're going to see these people next week. And, and, and God's going to pay for that house. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I ain't got to have the money. But I got to have something he said. And, and I've been waiting for years. And it's time. It's just burning in me. And the Lord, a lot of times people say, well, how y'all going to do that? I said, Jesus. That's how I got debt free. So I paid off my house. I, I took the Bible, Jesus' gospel is my favorite, and the letters. <laughs> and and, and I, I just read stories to Jesus and said, Jesus, you open blind eyes. You catch our devils. You told the sea to shut up. It shut it up instantly. You just, Lord, you did all kind of stuff. Surely you can pay off my house. You told Peter to go down there and throw his line out and catch that fish and get that piece of gold. And then you told the fish to go pick the gold up and then bite Peter Hook. That's the biggest miracle in it. 
because that thing had to hold that gold in his mouth and then, then find Peter lying. folks was out there fishing and all of a sudden he grabbed Peter land. Why? The fish heard Jesus. When Jesus would tell Peter what you been doing? Oh Lord we done toiled all night man we ain't caught nothing. Well throw your net out your nets out for a great catch. Now Lord now you know my great granddaddy was a fisherman. And my granddad it's in our blood. I know you the son of God, but now we know about fishing. Now listen, Lord, we done been out there all night. There ain't nothing out there. <laughs> Nevertheless, at thy word, I'll cast down a net. <laughs> like to drown all the boats. So many fish came in there. <laughs> but that ain't the miracle. The miracle is wherever those fish were, they heard Jesus say, y'all finna get a great catch, and they ran up there to the boat to jump in the nets. That's how powerful Jesus' words are. <laughs> this lady came to Jesus. I was telling you about, Lord, I worship you. She said, yeah, the dogs, they eat the crumbs that come from the master's table. And what she was telling Jesus, when you get through loving the Jews, it's anything left to fall off for us Gentiles. She went to the cross. He had the cross in him. She, her faith tapped in it. And he couldn't, he couldn't resist it. When you tap into God, he can't resist doing it. When you tap into his love, he can't resist doing it. Because that's his nature. He, he said, great is your faith, woman. Dear God, for this sin. That you wouldn't give up. You pressed on through what I kept saying. And when, when she got home, the Bible said the devil was gone out of her daughter. Watch. Here's the miracle. The devil heard Jesus way over there on the other part of town. He heard Jesus tell her, all right, be it done unto you. According to your faith, you got it. He said, I got to go. If he ever say you got something, it got to go. What's bothering you? If it hear him. And the way it hear him is you say what he say and do what he tell you. Or you won't produce it. Oh, that's good preaching. That's good preaching. I'm going to amen myself if y'all don't. <laughs> now let me, let me give you a moment. Go to Go to let me, let me go to John 16, 33. I, I just got to hit this again. John 16, 33. Jesus said, these things have I spoken unto you. you. You go back now. You watch the difference in your reading when he said, I'm, I'm speaking something to you. Jesus said to them, perk up. Perk up when you read that. What's the master saying? Watch that stuff happen over and over and over again so it'll build your faith up. And so Jesus, after two months of telling Jesus, you know, the, the, the reading, telling him about stories in the Bible, what he did, how great he was, his word never failed. I said, Lord, I know you know how to pay off my house. I did it for two months. He finally spoke to me and told me what to do. I went back and told the church, I said, y'all, in three years, my home be paid off. Jesus told me how to do it. 
<laughs> he said, in December, I want you to take $50,000, pay it. I want you to take uh, some more money, pay it. And then I want you to take some more money, pay it out. And so in, in, at, the, at the end of that year, I'm in a building fund. Somebody came up, absolutely gave me a check, $50,000. I said, look, I'm going to put every penny of this in the ministry. We need it to help us with a building. They, they turned and walked away and then all of a sudden stopped and turned back and said, no, the Lord told me to tell you this is for what he tell you to do with it. Oh, I knew exactly where that went. Same thing happened again the next year in, 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 in December. It happened in November, really. And then in, in 2007, uh, it happened again and, and it was paid completely off. Sure was, his plan sure was better than a planner. A lot of people don't believe Jesus can do this. He'll pay off your house, but he can't. <laughs> people don't seek him to do it. They don't bring his stories in, 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 in the Gospels and build a faith up that he did this. Oh, God, he done this. Man, he healed all them people. Whoa, he did this. He died, rose with all power. And if he did all that on the earth, now he done rose with all power. What could not he not do today? Well, see, you ain't reading them Gospels, getting your faith. They make you believe in him. See, what's written about him make you believe in him, that he's the Christ, the Son of God. If you don't meditate on, on, on them, them red words, them miracles he did, they'll build you up that, to, that he can do anything in your life. If he tell you. If he tell you. Because, see, a lot of things, paying off my house wasn't in the Bible. See, him being my providers in the Bible, but paying all my house wasn't in the Bible. I had to get the spirit to tell me how to get that done. See, he didn't do anything. Get your new car, anything. <laughs> Listen, I went, I went out to, I went to the Lexus place in 94 to buy me a car. I wanted a, Cro a Corolla. It was $99 back in 1994. I said, that's enough. That's enough. In 1994. I went over to the Lexus place right next door, out there in Rivergate in Nashville. I went over there, and that, that, that car I wanted was $42,800 and something. That scared the absolute daylights out of me. I ran over to the Toyota place. <laughs> and I said, I'm going to give me a, I'm looking at the Corollas. They were $99 a month. I said, I can handle that. And then a voice came out of the sky and said, get whatever you want. Put whatever you want on it. Yeah. I'll pay for it. I said. <laughs> you know, I wanted, my man wanted to say, are you sure? <laughs> you know, but, but I didn't say it, but, but I did think it. So I went, I walked in there, I said, what's the best car y'all got in 94? It was an XLE Camry. They hadn't came out to Avalon's. I said, what can you put on it? Spoiler, CD, sunroof, brawl, chrome wheels, gold package. I said, what can you do with the, the, the tailpipes? I said, can you get them gold? He said, yeah, we can order them. <laughs> CD, cassette, leather. <laughs> so when I got through, I said, what else can you put on these? He said, sir, nothing. I said, oh, that's what I want. I ain't got, I ain't got no job. <laughs> I ain't got no 1040. I ain't got no 1090. I ain't got no 1099. <laughs> and so the devil said, where you going to get the money at? I said, well, you're going to have to ask the Lord. He the one told me. See, 
And that's why he couldn't whoop on me. Because I said, well, go ask the Lord if you want to find out how he's going to do it. I don't know. <laughs> so after so many weeks, then I was on my knees praying. And Jesus appeared to me and said, I want you to go down to the uh, a bank and set a meeting up with the president. And I want you to tell him you should be on drugs, alcohol, you should rob bank, grocery store. Tell him I delivered you and set you free. I said, Lord, I'll do it. I'll do it. And then Jesus said, and I also want you to tell him you don't have no job that every month you have to trust me. I said, now, Lord, we can't tell him that. You can't tell no bank you ain't got no job. I said, we got to at least act like it. And my man just went blank, see. And the spirit of God flew out of the room. I grieved the spirit. I sat there about 10 minutes looking crazy. And I, I knew I knew I had to get that back. I said, Lord, I'm sorry, I'll do it. And, and it's like, like, like a dove or something just flew back on me. When you really walk close to the Lord, he don't let you get away with nothing. I'm, I'm just being, you don't, you don't even, you can't, you can't do no anything. You're grieving. You have to get that straight, man, when you really walk with God. He, he just don't let you get away. You just, you just can't do people any kind of way when you walk. I can't. And so then when I, I said that, I thought in my mind, I, I'll put on <laughs> one of my best suits. And then Jesus said, I want you to wear some shorts and a t-shirt and some tennis shoes. So I went down there, my palms sweating. I set an appointment up. I'm in there with him. I told him, I, you know, I used to rob banks and grocery store. I shouldn't have said that first. <laughs> but he's trying to hit a button under there. I said, no, no. No, Jesus delivered me. He said, oh, he's sweating, man. I said, no, he changed me. I've been delivered six years. Hadn't been back once. He said, well, young man, that's wonderful. I said, well, hold on, hold on. I got one other thing to tell you. I wouldn't even look at him. I said, yeah, the Lord told me to tell The Lord told me to tell you. And I ain't got no job. Every month I got to trust him to come through. But he told me he would make sure every payment got paid. That's what he told me. I spoke that. All of a sudden that room filled up with a cloud. I'm on chapter 13, bankruptcy from 85. You know they don't give you no $30,000 car or anything. No. That glory hit that room and that man said, God is with you. And wrote me a check for 20 something thousand. <laughs> I, went out, I went out of the bank like this. Then they, then they, then they wouldn't even get in all of my rims because they said they said we we tried to get your credit and couldn't and we found out your credit record and, get, and they, I had to wait two or three more weeks before I got my rims for my car. They said I couldn't have my house that I'm in now. It's paid off. I said try again, try again. When I went in the house, I'm looking to him, saints. I'm looking to him. The difference when you look to him. Can we afford this? No, I look to him. And he don't want me to, to be living in something that's going to be putting pressure on me all the time. He, he, he'll give you a witness inside. He said, you want this house? I said, yes, sir. Because he had an office in there for me. I said, I want it, Lord. He said, it's yours. So when they told me they couldn't get, they couldn't get the credit, I said, no, I'll try again. Oh, no, no, in my house. Can't nobody in the world live in that house. 
And then after six weeks, they called me. Oh, Reverend Scales. Oh, you won't believe it. I said, I've been waiting. <laughs> you mean I won't believe it? I'm the one been believing. You the one ain't been believing. <laughs> when the Lord tell you something, you can step all the way out. Because his word cannot return void, but his word always accomplishes what he purposes it to do. It don't never come back and say, oh, I couldn't do it this time. Not God's word. Not Jesus' word. What did I tell y'all turn? I didn't. 1 John chapter 2 verse 15. Oh, I got to hurry up. My God. I'm a storyteller, man. Not a liar. I'm a, I tell stories. <laughs> I hate lying and stealing. I hate them. My son never have stole his whole life. Oh, I mean, I, 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 I beat the daylights out of him, man. With, with, I hate lying and stealing. Daddy hate lying and stealing. When he was three I, and two years old, I, this is all I used to get him to say. We hate the devil. We love Jesus. Come on, come on. We hate, and we just had fun. We hate the devil. But we love Jesus. You better teach him to hate the devil. And you better teach him to love Jesus. How do you teach him? Jesus told me when he was three years old, because I was teaching him, just teaching him. And te he said, that ain't enough. He said, you got to teach him like I taught you. I said, Lord, oh, help me, Lord Jesus. He said, I taught you. Believe those things which you say. Get him to say it. Get him to say how he's going to live all his life, and I'll bring it to pass. And we've done it. We've done it. You got to get it in their mouth. You teach them till you turn blue. If they don't get that word in their mouth, it ain't going to come to pass. Jesus said, you'll have what you say. I just threw that out there. Y'all, y'all, I won't charge y'all for that one. <laughs> love not the world, neither things. Y'all give me a message, Bible. Love not the world, neither things in the world. If any man love the Father, love is not in it. Let me, let me, let me just go back. I don't, I don't want to get that big a hurry. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in it. Now watch, the love of the Father, y'all, it's the Father bringing it to you. It ain't in you when you're loving the world. I'm going to show you what that means in just a minute. For all that's in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, it's not of the Father. The world is always telling you to tell God something and do something for God. And then God is telling you in Jesus, I want to come and do it all for you. You can never mix the flesh and the spirit. They, they, just, they don't go together. All, and the world passes away in the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of my father abides forever. Anything that you do, Jesus say, will last forever. After he, 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 I got my Lexus in in 19, my first in 1998, I drove that Camry for four years, and then I'm driving, and I've been believing God for eight years for a Lexus, 
and, 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 and all of a sudden I'm riding down the road and Jesus said, you can go get your Lexus now. I said, ah! <laughs> I still owe another year on my camera. I had a five year on that, never had missed a payment. And so I just went out there and picked one on the showcase room. I said, I want this right here. I said, what can y'all put on it? They said, well, I was already come equipped. I said, what about gold tailpipes? <laughs> so they put that on it. <laughs> and so then I went to the bank, didn't pray. See, I, he done taught me. I went to the bank, said, Mr. Bonanza, praise the Lord. He said, praise the Lord. He'd always praise the Lord when I come in there. I'd always go in there and talk to him, praise the Lord. I said, the Lord Jesus told me to get a, a brand new Lexus. He said, how much is it? I said, 42800 something dollars. He said, I'll have your check read in about two minutes. That was it. He said he'd always pay it. Whew. Once he tell you something. See, a lot of people don't spend enough time with him to get him to talk to you. And he don't run your life. You run it. And you don't spend enough time with him where he'll tell you how to get everything done. Come on, come on. And I, I done lived it. That's why, that's why I teach like this. Amen. Josh, what happened to your phone? Look, it's black. Can I have a few more minutes? Can I have a few more minutes? Okay. All right. Here we go. Don't love the world's ways. Don't love the world's goods. Love of the world. Look, enjoy turnip greens. Enjoy macaroni cheese. Quit loving TV, loving ball games. You're not supposed to love nothing in this world. You love God's people. You love God's word. You love him. You love Jesus. You love the Holy Spirit. You enjoy stuff in the world. You don't love it. You're really in idolatry and don't know it. God just had mercy on you because you, you're ignorant. But you ain't ignorant now. <laughs> Love of the world squeezes out love for the Father. Practice bringing something to God. Practice everything goes on in the world. Wanting your own way. Wanting everything for yourself. Wanting to appear important. Has nothing to do with the Father. It just isolates you from Him. The world and all its wanting, wanting, wanting is on the way out. But what if, whoever does what God wants, that's to hear Jesus speak what He say, do what Jesus tell you, is set for eternity. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall say it. That wanting is when you're wanting something. I just, I just really hope this happens to you wanting. When Jesus is your shepherd, he leadeth you beside still waters. He leadeth you in the green pasture. See, when he's your shepherd, you're never wanting. He's always doing it for you. He restores your soul. He leads you in the path of righteousness for your name's sake. Watch. But yea, though I walk, uh-oh, through the valley. David, he said, I messed up, but I'll still fear no evil for God is still with me. And when you get off track and get over there and get, get things messed up, man, the Lord is still with you. He ain't quit loving you. You just doing what you want and done messed up everything. And you got to get back over there where he's your shepherd. And you're not wanting, wanting, hoping, wishing stuff will get better. It ain't. Amen.